Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bloody Sunday, the Strain Podcast. This episode covers episode five of season three, titled Madness. Uh, I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and uh, to my right... David Dinella. And for the first time this season... Joe Moore. Yeah. Uh, David is eating gum throughout this uh, throughout this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Not uh, eating it. <laughs> well, I'm just... It's a callback. Sooner, sooner <laughs> it's a callback to uh, pretty soon. Memory, David so. is going yeah. to be eating gum. <laughs> um, all right. So that's, that's what I meant. He's not eating gum because things have. Oh, pretty that soon. Bad. <laughs> yeah. One day. <laughs> yeah, it's got to get worse. Pretty soon he's going to be eating gum. Uh, <laughs> we got a review. What? Another one? We got another review, uh, and another review that basically says you can skip the show. Just listen to the podcast, uh, which we love. Uh, and that was from Kelleen, uh, whose name I uh, probably mispronounced again. Uh, I apologize that. She followed us from Stark Raven Mad. Whoa. A Game of Thrones podcast. Um, so she liked what we did on the Game of Thrones podcast and said, I'll, I'll watch, I'll listen to another podcast. That they I guess. On a different... I guess, Jesus. yes. And she's not the only one. There are a few people that... Well, there's uh, some crossover. We have crossover between Stark Raven Mad and The Leftovers, mm-hmm. uh, SRM, and Better Call Saul. Uh, there are people that listen to that and then check out other shows that they watch and uh, listen. I guess doing this podcast has made me realize that maybe I have a lower self-esteem than I think I do. Because <laughs> I'm always shocked when somebody's listening. To Especially this. for this one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks to uh, Colleen for that. And if you uh, go to iTunes and rate and review uh, Bloody Sunday, we would greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, because I'm pretty sure that we're still below a um, uh, some religious podcast that has nothing to do with The Strain. Yeah. Uh, if you just type in The Strain okay. in the iTunes. Just uh, about Bloody Sunday. <laughs> yeah, just, just about... A yeah. podcast about uh, Mary statues that are crying yeah. blood around the world. Somebody's vials of blood they collect. That'd actually be kind of cool. Somebody just did a podcast, and each week they reported in on a new report of a statue that was crying tears of blood. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no? I wouldn't listen no. to that. No. Maybe if, we, if it was expanded to include any other sort of apparitions or her Mary, Virgin Mary appearing in, like, grilled cheese. Even that, I you know, I have a lot... I'm, I guess I'm busy. I guess I have stuff to do. I'm not looking for a podcast about apparitions. <laughs> so busy, in fact. He hasn't been able to see any of this season <laughs> of love, The Strain. Well, I've been, like, thinking about it. Like, what do I think happened today? Hmm. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's doing this podcast, hasn't seen any of this season, isn't sure he saw the last episode of last season, and missed uh, 30 to 40%, 30-35% of this episode. <laughs> well, now the listeners are going to switch off, because if Joe's not an expert on this show, what what can we do for them? Yeah. Because we are not, either. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's still, people still give us the uh, benefit of um, uh, their time, I guess. I was One gonna day, doubt. we're going to do an episode, and we've we can't reveal it at the beginning, but at the end we'll say, "Oh, by the way, we didn't watch this." Yes, yeah. I was going to say, we just, "Can we just do that tonight?" Because yeah. I was running so late. <laughs> yeah. like, just turn it off. Let's just do the episode. Then we'll watch the episode. We'll, we'll read the synopsis, and then we'll do the. Uh, yeah, we said that a couple weeks ago. We would, we would try that out one week. We're not going to tell you listeners which week that's going to be. Yeah, but it uh, may happen. <laughs> I, I, I can say that um, I did that for the now defunct RUD2F. MTV reality show podcast that I did. Um, 
there was an, a week where like just none of us like could watch the episode and we were like it's more important to be regular than it is to be informed so, right. so we so we just riffed and it did um so the podcast is defunct now yeah I think we we're taking a break if nothing else yeah because also there are no uh, good reality shows on MTV right now oh uh, yeah we really only did like real world road rule stuff mm. yeah okay uh, so, what are first impressions? What do you got? Uh, actually, hang on. So, what were the uh, first impressions of this episode? I, I might be crazy. I thought Don't that was you a more dare say it. I thought that was a more compelling episode than I've seen all season. As a whole, I might agree. Uh, I, I would say that it was one of the more compelling episodes overall of the season. Uh, I still think that the the one, I guess it was two episodes ago, uh, where, they the where they killed the master, like that last ten minutes might be the most compelling ten minutes of this series. Um, for me. I disagree. I think the last ten minutes of that episode were stupid. I think it was stupid that it turns out that there's just like a red worm running around the city. So apparently the master is just a worm. Of course. So they, okay, nine minutes and and fifty seconds. They orchestrate this. <laughs> they orchestrate this harebrained dumb plan to get the master. No, it's not even to get the map. Oh yeah, it is to get the master. Um, everything goes wrong, but still, by pure luck, they manage to cut his head off. And it turns out that it didn't mean anything. Uh, well, it wasn't to get the master. It was to uh, get Zach. No, trading that was F's plan. F's plan was right. to get Zach. Quinlan's plan was to get the master. Right. Okay. The other half of that uh, was trading the lumen for Zack. Okay. Are you just doing this for my benefit? Uh, I guess. Or, uh, yeah, because you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> this all sounds uh, great. What did, what did you think of the parts of the episode you saw? So this is being the first episode, most of an episode that I've seen in a, many, many months... Uh, it was good. I think it, they captured a lot of the things that I really liked about this show that was fun. Like, it was cool when he threw that, uh, the construction yeah. vampire into <laughs> the, the machine. Yeah. That was really, that machine exists entirely for people to be uh, thrown into it. Yeah. <laughs> the thresher. Yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, um, one of the funniest things they've ever done was just the, that, that, uh, that lead-in of him being like... Hey, what are you fellas doing? <laughs> Why were they wearing construction outfits? There was no need for those guys, even if they were doing construction work, to be wearing hard hats. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were in full outfits. Yeah. It was it was very silly and very campy. Yeah, they get uh, to think for themselves a little bit with no master. So I mean, one of them maybe they maybe they are former construction workers <laughs> that are just set in their ways. Yeah. Yeah, or like one was walking along, saw a hat, and put it on. It's <laughs> like, how do I look in this? Yeah. <laughs> like, like was it wasn't even that forward with it. It's just like, I hope he thinks this looks cool. Yeah. And then, like, you know, a couple of minutes later, the other one's wearing a hat too. He's like, all right, it caught on. Yeah, we were joking a few weeks ago about the uh, hierarchy. Yeah, uh, of them, uh, and now we're we're seeing even more clearly that there are jobs. <laughs> yeah, job postings. Yeah. Within, probably union jobs. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. it would have to be. Uh, one of them was probably the apprentice. Yeah, um, uh, and they were drilling. Yeah, 
uh, a hole. And chilling. And you're drilling yeah. and chilling. Uh, and they're drilling... Anyway, we'll, we'll chat more about it, but they're basically drilling a hole so all of the vamps can kind of get around it and get into their little little hive. Yeah. Um, yeah, any other first impressions before we talk a little bit more um, in depth? I, I would say two out of three of the storylines in this episode were compelling. And I think there was one that I could have done without. <laughs> but we can talk about that. <laughs> That's for the listeners to decide. Yeah. Um, That's how you hook them. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's... Uh, if we had a commercial, we'd do it right yeah, now. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. We'll get to that. Tune back in for <laughs> Joe's two out of three. <laughs> so let's talk about, I guess... Uh, Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. Before yeah. we get to that... How many of the three storylines do you think were compelling without saying which ones you think are compelling? Um, I would need to take some time to think of how many storylines. I just... There was uh, Dutch and F. There was Fett. There was Fett. Uh, there was Abe and Quinlan. Abe and Quinlan. And then there was uh, Palmer uh, and Eichhorst. But that one kind of ties that, in. Got that tied yeah, in, yeah. too. Yeah. So I'd say there were three, and... Uh, I'd say there are four. Um, and for me... Don't say which one, just the number. For me, two and a half. So two and a half out of four. Okay. So roughly the same percentage. Oh, how many of the three were compelling? Yeah. yeah. I guess... Yeah, I might go two and a half. Two and a half. Out of, now you're saying three, David's saying four, I'm saying three. <laughs> two and a half of three storylines. This would be another. So to be great. clear, so to be clear, two, two and a half out of four versus two out of three is is sixty seven percent versus sixty two point five percent. So we are just like five percent off, and how how compelling we thought the show was. That five percent is just like one fet line. Yeah. Yeah. Which five percent is it? Tune in after the break. Fet percent. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail the. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were. Uh, the it was the most tight one we've done yet. Although it's, yeah. it's interesting because um, is it one of the no one of the reviewers <laughs> was like, uh, oh, you know, like the thing about this show that I the the show being this podcast that I like is that um, they kind of get into like writing structure and stuff like that, and oh, like yeah. and filming. <laughs> so like, there's like you weirdly learn things about it. So I would actually be interested to hear. Where our differences in like what the storylines are, yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that as we learn that. Sure. Uh, well, then let's begin with uh, let, let's just start uh, F and well, no, the the co- they had a cold open. They had several scenes in that in the cold open. Uh, one of them was was more exposition of what's going on outside of this show. Yeah. Right? Uh, and it was just uh, Abe talking about... Are you talking about commercials for other shows? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a cold open, but yeah. that's commercials. Yeah. Uh, and it was... Like, the product placement was ridiculous. <laughs> so... Like, I mean, it was so in your face. It's outrageous. I, vampires drinking Coors Light. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Magnificent Seven commercials right within the show is a little... Come on. Um, unless there's going to be vampires in the theater. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the cold open... Uh, was was more of Abe talking about you know what's what's happening outside of um, uh, Red Hook and New York, uh, and he's talking about it. It's it's. it's <laughs> <he> starts, <laughs> Will someone go with me to see the Medea Halloween movie? <laughs> I'm a 
big fan of Tyler Perry. Yeah. In or out of women's clothes. <laughs> Wait. What? What are you saying? What? <laughs> and so, you mean that that woman's a man? <laughs> what? Yeah, I need my I need my silver silver bullets. <laughs> my course <cord is> light. <laughs> my actual silver bullets. <laughs> oh, I love that he's now talking to himself. Yeah, right. he's like looking in the mirror. It's good aim, bad aim. <laughs> He's talking about how the uh, the virus has spread, uh, and he just starts. I started laughing at myself because he started naming off all of these countries: just name country. <laughs> India, India, London, China. Uh, it's reached Madagascar, bunch of isolated places. Yeah. Uh, it's reached the Congo. It's yeah. reached. Yeah, just name it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a, it's like a, you know those like old, it's like, the former Czech Republic, almost like those <laughs> Disney commercials, like. Visit this grand resort, and then they just like list a bunch of like sports and activities you can do: surfing, yeah. baseball, drinks by the pool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. archery, yeah, shoot some guns. The Strigoys have gone to every population center in the world: New York City, Washington D.C. <laughs> just, just, rattles, just rattles off Mexico District Federal. <laughs> They went to Pakistan and then run a scam in Scandinavia. <laughs> <laughs> they went to Czechoslovakia and back. Uh, Carmen San Diego, guys, check yeah, it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was that was just fun for me. Uh, then there was yeah, just a couple couple scenes, um, uh, and then they they cut to uh, F and Dutch just playing chess. Out in the park mm-hmm. uh, at nighttime, uh, and then they are attacked. But they're out there uh, to try and lure some some Strigoi to them so that they can grab one and take it back to the lab for more experimentation. Because Justine is pressing them for more weapons to use against the against the vamps mm-hmm. against the Strigoi. Uh, so that they are dissecting. Uh, one and they find the the yarn brain, the yarn ball. Yeah. It's like the rubber band ball that makes it Oh, the rubber bands are moving, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we got a problem here, <laughs> dude. Rubber bands are going all up on my fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they, uh, um, what's your face? Dutch starts making like a cup of soup. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she. It was, yeah, it was one of it was one of the most uh, like hindsight being twenty twenty. One of the most ham fisted ways yeah. to introduce the concept of microwaves yeah. into it, which was uh, she goes like there, he's talking about. Yeah, this is what she goes. You want coffee? Yeah. And before she even can make the coffee, she's just it's like the microwave's on. Yeah. Uh, could you go for some some popcorn? Yeah, but microwave. I don't like any of that <laughs> that stove no, top jiffy no, 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 pop shit. shit. <laughs> it's got to be microwave no, popcorn. <laughs> put it in a microwave is what I'm saying. And then uh, just like, yeah, but my dad used to put salt and pepper on it. They never put it in the put microwave. It microwave it. <laughs> <laughs> Set it and forget it. What about a little bit of hot sauce? No microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can, I can only do aim. Yeah. <laughs> Dutch, excuse me. 
<laughs> but you happen to know your perfect popping time. <laughs> I don't know what too many kernels. <laughs> it's like a, a whole chapter in the Lumen. <laughs> microwave tips. <laughs> All right, everybody, be cool. I just found, I just found the foolproof s'more. <laughs> Stop it at one so it doesn't make that long beep. <laughs> Just remember to hit cancel because nothing annoys me more than going against my way. Yeah. And there's no time left on the counter. Another pro tip. <laughs> If you're going to put it in for 30 seconds, just hit 33. <laughs> yeah, just close enough. <laughs> right? Oh, jeez. Uh, so she's making what was coffee. Yeah. Right? Wait, she's just heating it up? She's just like, she just put coffee in mugs, I guess, and was heating it up in the microwave. It's terrible. I don't drink coffee, so I don't know what people do with it. I don't drink coffee either, but I don't know that I've ever seen anybody do that in a movie or a television show. Uh, I, I think I've seen, like, I think I saw, like, Schwarzenegger do it in End of Days it, during the scene right at the beginning <laughs> where they were trying to show that he has a shitty life. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's yeah. really like the whole world has gone to shit type yeah. thing. Is like, ah oh, man, I've got a microwave coffee. <laughs> I feel like you've mentioned end of days a couple Yo, times because I've seen it a couple times and I've never meant to. Uh, I really love Schwarzenegger. I think like I think even he's in shitty movies, but it's fun. I like the end of days. Uh, Kevin think, Pollock. Uh, yeah. Kevin Pollock's in there and as the uh, turns turned heel, right? Doesn't he turn heel in there? So. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie, but I've talked to David like three or four times, so I pretty much, I could I could do a, a pretty good summary of it. Uh, Joe and I work in the same office. We all do, actually. Yeah. I don't know why it's just like, like but, but Joe frequently will call in to like, uh, I'm like for me to pass a message though. off, and uh, so anytime he calls, I just give him a little end of days. End of days yeah. <laughs> uh, I also like that they probably did try microwave popcorn. Uh, but it just got too distracting through the through the sound. Oh, the popping? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been... Uh, it probably set F off. I would... I, I, think I, I think I would laugh very hard at a scene <laughs> just where popping. two people are talking, like trying to have a serious conversation, and there's just microwave popcorn <laughs> being made in the background. <laughs> oh, that would have been, that would have been definitely uh, a lot of fun, because... Yeah. Uh, those moments where he's like, "Wait, stop that!" So and then he stops it, and then just like he still, still hear like popping, pop, yeah, <laughs> shake the bag a little, <laughs> make sure you get it all. Uh, make sure that when you're opening it up, you don't put your fingers too close to the seal. The steam will steam will burn your fingers. Yeah. Am I an asshole though for like thinking to myself? They hadn't tried. Like microwave yet? Like I guess maybe it's because I'm maybe it's because I'm stupid. But like, whenever I think of like an alien problem, it always is like to me. I'm like, well, somebody should put it near a microwave, like see how it responds to radiation. So that always seems like a plan. That always seems yeah. like the first step to solving something. Yeah. Uh, so they they find the yarn brain and microwave the microwaves uh, affect the communication I guess between the Strigoi, uh-huh. Um because they saw that if you uh, if Strigoi A feels pain then B kind of feels the feels the referred pain. Yeah. Um, Justine busts in and just kind of uh, gives him hell because they don't have new weapons. 
Uh, they're also doctors. Well, one's a doctor. One is um, one's a hacktivist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and yeah, they go through that pain thing, and that is pretty much it for uh, for that scene there. Um, the yeah. transfer they, pain. They yeah, the transfer yeah. pain. Yeah. Um, then they do the microwave uh, block to try to block the signals. Uh, they get excited, uh, but then they st- they need still need to test it live. Uh, which they then do. Uh, so they get a Strigoi, uh, lock them in a, in a cell, uh, and <laughs> there's just so much to this. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Uh, he got uh, another dog bowl full of blood, um, just like with uh, Gus's mom. Yep. This one was stainless steel, though. Well, you can uh, get anything in New York. <laughs> Even with a vampire outbreak. Yeah, delivered right to your door. Go to the cornerstone. Yeah. 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 One of those dog bowls full of blood. <laughs> yeah. It came with the blood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, one of those I, uh, shitty locks, too. Give me one of those. <laughs> human <Yeah>. or, uh, <laughs> human or other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they have the, the bowl full of blood just out of reach. Uh, so they're, they're testing a couple things here. Like, I wouldn't even have thought that they could have done this either way. Yeah. Uh, that they would, that those things would know to grab a stick, then use the stick to pull the blood, which is what he wanted, right? Yeah. Um, so that doesn't happen. Uh, he sees a, a, what was it on the ground that he picked up? A key to a lock. Was I it know, the key? Yeah. Was it really? It did look like the yeah, key. Yeah, it was I like, it was just like a screw or something. I think it was the key. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it was just, uh, a a screw, <laughs> a, a key, nail, a key shape, yeah, a key shape, scrap of metal. Yeah, <laughs> it was a credit card. Um, yeah, just for the benefit of the doubts uh, for that one. Uh, and the thing just picks it up and starts going the to town on this lock. Uh, another thing I wouldn't have thought that this would have they they would have been able to do. Uh, while this is happening, uh, they're not doing anything. So he says, "All right, put on the." Uh, what's her face? The, the Dutch? microwave. Yeah, yeah. Turn on the turn on the microwave the Victrola microwave um, that they kind of put together. Dutch microwave oven. Yeah, the Dutch microwave oven. <laughs> the Dutch oven. Yeah. Uh, so that seems to work for a couple seconds, and then it just goes right back to picking that lock while they do nothing yeah. but are like stunned that it's happening, yeah. uh, and then it breaks out, and the, and she uh, he kills it. This is why the show. So weird, right? Because, like, there was tension in that scene because they've done such a good job establishing that people are stupid and don't act believably that I really believed that nobody had a weapon nearby to deal with this problem. (laughs) So, like, if they had established that these people were, like, normal behaving people, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, F standing there with a sword. If If that zombie acts up, he'll cut its head off. But I, because I am so used to believing, like, oh, they dealt with this in the most stupid way possible. I actually was like, oh shit, something gonna happen right here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the the vamps have found a way to get around the interference caused by the microwaves that quickly. So they're kind of like the Borg, for anybody that is a Star Trek Star Trek fan. And that they're pale. That, 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 that's pretty much the all I meant. Yeah. Uh, no, that they had they communicate with each other and then they adapt. Um, they have a collective mind and then they adapt to threats. And sometimes they have like silver on their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Jean Luc uh, 
is going to be in the next episode. Um, cool. So that's hey. uh, any thoughts on where where that ended up, where it may go. I guess my question is. We've never... We saw these things operate with... Use tools today in two different ways. Yeah. Is the lack of the master's influence... Are they, like, rapidly evolving? Or... Are they... I don't know what the... Are they rapidly evolving? It seems like it. Uh, I mean, the Master definitely had a power to suppress... He can control uh, their level of intelligence. Yeah. Uh, So either they're evolving or they are just kind of being... They're remembering their own things, which, you know, in a way could explain those two construction strigoys. Um, Feeling like they needed the the hard hat and the... the, um, (laughs) The neon yeah. outfits. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Because the, 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 the I mean, uh, so like, uh, let's assume for a second that, so when the worms were spinning at their full velocity, this thing picked up the key or whatever it was and started messing with the lock. Turns the microwave on and it's held back for a second and then it goes right back to doing what it was doing. So either the worms were spinning, went back to spinning, or the brain that F said was not working is working more than they think. Right? Those are the two options? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, this was the storyline that I didn't like. In <laughs> because, like, I get... I get um, I'm not interested by the, like, oh, let's figure out a new method. How are we going to contain them now? Like, that's all... And I think, like, the show's kind of done that before a couple times. Yeah. They keep trying. Yeah. And it's like, uh, okay, like, it just... It feels like, um... Uh, not compelling. And also, like, the will-they-won't-they they between uh, F and Dutch. F and Dutch. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care. That was stupid, too, because, like, I feel like... Every other time on this show, I've been like, they're going to bone. And, like, usually it's within the next 15 minutes, somebody bones. Yeah. This one, like, who cares? Like, are these yeah. are these two alcoholics going to save each other? Yeah, the show has gotten less predictable, which is yeah. good. Yeah. That's kind of what you want. Yeah. Uh, on another podcast... Uh, we'd probably look into uh, see if there was a change in writers, uh, things like that. Um, but I don't know. Maybe if you're listening and you want to do the the research <laughs> Leave for review us, with your <laughs> yeah. essay. let us know. Uh, let us know uh, what we'll the what the deal was. Your name, Live yes. On an episode. Yep, we'll do. Um, I I think uh, I also feel like I've seen enough about F's uh, like. Um, his love interests that I like. Don't, I'm not interested in that anymore. Like I would feel bad for Dutch if she fell for F. Yeah, because usually uh, that person gets hurt real bad, real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah the ones we've seen, we had Kelly and uh, the woman that he met in DC that ended mm-hmm. up getting 
getting. I think that was it, right? Um, well, I mean, yeah, she Nora, got shot. Nora, Nora she got too, shot yeah. like Nora, of course. immediately after they had sex with each other. Yeah, he's bad news. Yeah, stay away, Dutch. Uh, all right, let's move on to. Uh, that stands for bad news bears. In case you remember. Oh yeah, the Fett is tracking. He Could uh, stand for bed and breakfast, but it doesn't. Yeah. He pop- Even when it says Airbnb, they're trying to trick you. Yeah. Uh, Fett popped a couple of trackers, yeah. homing devices, on uh, a couple of Strigoi because they've been finding that uh, the Strigoi are getting through uh, barricades and, you know, they're just getting into sec- what they thought were secured areas and they weren't sure how it was happening. Yeah. Uh, so Fett tracked them. Uh, and he tracked them to a record store, uh, th- throws off a line, something, I think it was like something like, oh, great, hipster Strigoi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, Strigoi running around in the skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking mm. one gear bicycle. Is that, yeah. is that what one gears? Are those fixies? Fixies, yeah, fixies. Fixies, bicycles. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna find the hive and they're gonna be blasting up monsters and men. Yeah, <laughs> uh, So he follows. Uh, gonna be. Are uh, gonna be screening a. Screening a. A Zach Blab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Fett follows them. Uh, and that's where he finds the uh, already much talked about construction strigoi, uh, the doozers. And uh, uh, yeah, so why are they in outfits? <laughs> why, are they, why are they wearing construction gear? Well, because job safety. If yeah. they're going to do you know the work, something could fall on their heads. Yeah. Uh, after um, <laughs> I, I love the idea of possibly like a. Another Strigoi wandering upon the scene. With a clipboard. Clipboard. <laughs> clipboard and then turns to the wall where there's like a daze without incident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Clips a one. Yeah. Uh, they're all sitting on a beam uh, shooting their tongues at Pete Pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, women Strigoi are going by and they're just like... Bleh! Uh, yeah, so then he, he follows him down, he's rappelling down, um, he finds the hive, he then tells Justine, uh, I love that he has an app for the, for this thing, whatever it is, uh, the little trackers, there's yeah, just, there's right. a, he's got an app, great app for it, um, tells Justine about it, and they are under Central Park, uh, or... As he cleverly says, Central Hive. Yeah, Central Hive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This big apple's got worms. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of that. There's got to be something better than Central Hive. Uh, Central Park. This is great radio. Let's just workshop this one for a second. Uh, tweet us uh, at SRM Podcast your better than Central Hive uh, lines. Yeah. Um, and we'll move on. Uh, but that's big, big apple rotten to the core. <laughs> <laughs> um, that like the app thing is interesting because when you watch like movies that take place, I was thinking about about Stranger Things. 
how like so much of the the plot when you watch those movies like oh that'd be so easy to get around with a cell phone like if you just pull out a cell phone and make yeah. a phone call or whatever um this is like the opposite of that where it's like the cell phone has powers that go beyond cell phone powers I mean I guess maybe there's an app that you can track yeah, stuff sure. like that oh yeah yeah. I I don't have it and I yeah. just interesting to see that used like that well Spider-Man used to throw his little spider bugs on people and then track them mm-hmm. okay well then that's real yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it checks out uh, so they're under Central Hive Central Park and uh, but like find my phone is essentially this yeah but that's not on your phone. Oh, so yeah, and also, I just want to see get what your phone on your phone. But I guess find your phone would say, um, "Hey, um, your phone is at Central Park, but it's also six hundred feet below the surface." Yeah, right. And here's where your other forty phones are. Yeah, uh, I mean, the more I think about it, the the easier it is. Yeah, uh, the more likely it is that it's pretty easy to do those things. Um, you can. I mean, there's different. Yeah, it it seems simple enough, but I also want to know what app it is, yeah. even in that the world of that television show. Uh, all right, so that was uh, that was it for him, right? Uh, well, he went back to them. So uh, here, here's my question. In in a preview for next week. No, the, no right? at yeah, the end of the episode, he goes. He back. goes. I mean, he went back yeah. to Geraldine or whatever. Right. right. Yeah. Here's my question. How far away are we from somebody in this show acquiring a nuclear weapon? I, I'm going to put the over-under at three and a half episodes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the virus has spread, as, as, uh, uh, as Abe said, uh, to Botswana, to France, Indonesia, uh, all over the place. Sunny Spain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Del Boca Vista. Uh, so, I don't see what a nuclear weapon would, would do. If New York... If you were trying to rid the world of these things... Right. You would need, essentially, islands that were safe to start with. Mm-hmm. So New York could be... So if you clear New York out, you have a base of operations to do a land assault from. That would be my case. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I hope they don't go that route. Yeah. I hope they don't either. I just... Yeah. Make your bets. Over under. Three and a half episodes. Uh, I mean, it could they be They don't have to use the nuke. They just have to get it. Just, yeah, okay, okay, so just use it as, like, a plot device yes. still? Yeah, I could see that. Um, how, we're on episode five of this season? Yeah. Madness. And how many are there? There's how many? Thirteen. 13? So I'm going to say, I'm going to give it another eight episodes. I say at the end of this season. So they acquire a nuclear weapon in episode 13. Yep. Okay. Mike? I don't think... There's going to be an appearance of, an, of a warhead discussion, possibly, but I don't think anybody's going to get a warhead. I mean, we know warheads are already around, um, but who 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 are you talking about getting one? So here's my prediction. I think that's going to get. A- I think Geraldine's going to get a suitcase bomb. Episode eight. 
and they're going to make a decision whether or not to use it episode 13. Mm, yeah. Why, though? Because, like, she can't. That's going to do some serious damage in her backyard. You know what I mean? Like, that's. Not, I don't think that's a viable solution no. for her. Which is why I don't want it to happen on the show, is that, like, once you go that far, it's kind of hard to dial it back down, you know? Yeah. Um, I think if it happens, it happens at the end of the season, as I already stated, and I think it would happen from the money. I think oh, from, uh, from the, uh, um, whatever his name, Palmer. Yeah, I think he's going to come up with it, uh, if anyone does, because he's the kind of guy, especially in this, like, chaotic uh, state of things, mm-hmm. um, I think that's the person who's mo- most likely to pull the trigger on something that drastic. Yeah. Especially because he is uh, declining in in health. Uh, although he's going to get a dose. Going to get a dose of the white. Sweet, sweet dose. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so moving on. Oh, uh, listeners, uh, tweet us, email us. What do you think about yeah. that? About what we just talked about? <laughs> yeah. Was it good? Yeah, was it? <laughs> yes, no, maybe. Uh, do you like me? So moving on to Abe and Quinlan, our uh, odd couple, if you will. Uh, good good amount of their screen time was just them reading. Yeah. And talking about what they were reading. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but there was also uh, the, the flashbacks in there. Um, where we flash back to a strip club with yeah. Abe. Abe. Oh, that wasn't a strip club. That a was brothel, a brothel, brothel. baby. Um, to a brothel. A Dutch brothel. Uh, where Abe is uh, seeking somebody out. He's looking for, for somebody, right? Yeah, he's looking, looking for <laughs> just, I just want to cuddle. Something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so, so fucking lonely. It's been years since I've, I've felt anything. Yeah. I mean, on the inside. Yeah. You just sit there, and I'll read to you and yeah. tell you what I'm reading about. Yeah. And all you have to do is nod in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> A well-timed aha <laughs> goes very far. Uh, all right. So, yeah, there's flashbacks to the brothel. Yeah. And <laughs> A, a, a Nazi-harboring brothel. It goes in essentially the the code is like I hate Jews as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like I hear you know somebody who worked at at like uh you know at Eichenwald or whatever, Buchenwald. Uh not too shabby. Yeah. Uh, so we're in Me? The- I'm not police. <laughs> yeah. I'm down with you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he he's seeking uh, somebody in particular, um, and then let's just go through the rest of that uh, flashback. The face of Cher, but bigger boobs. <laughs> what? what brothel humor? <laughs> Okay. Oh, you just yeah, describe, yeah, just, just describe yeah. a hooker yeah. that you might want. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, and this is the 1970s, by the way. Right. I don't know if I said that so earlier. Fawcett. Yeah, so Fawcett. Yeah, yeah. so Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, he meets a guy, he goes to some guy's house. Uh, he thought it was going to be Eichhorst, I think he said. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was some other um, evil German. And they're striking a deal for the Lumen. Uh-huh. Uh, the Lumen for a, a suitcase full of cash. And uh, the guy knows pretty quickly that this that he isn't who he says he is and that the book is, is fake. Uh, they did show, I don't know if you saw it, uh, a real quick glimpse of the book falling and it opened up and it was... Uh, it Mad was, Magazine. It was Mad Magazine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just uh, Alfred E. Newman's picture. Um, uh, but it, I can't, I'd, I'd love to see what it was, but it was, it, just, a, it was plain English, whatever it was. It was, um, I think it was like, it, I think the book page it opened up to was like the theory of evolution or something. It said something like that. Um, so anyway, I mean, it, I don't think it matters, but no, it would have been doesn't. funny if it was Mad Magazines and if there was a deleted <laughs> scene of me <Abe>, like, <clears throat> being like, can't lose these treasures. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like when he's oh. actually reading the Lumen, he's like folding the page, like the back cover. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Connect the A part to the other A part. And, <laughs> and that was secret. Him and, uh, him and Quinlan, when he's supposed to be reading the Lumen, uh, he's yeah. just got like, ooh la la. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. And the, glasses with eyes on them. <laughs> these, these satirical lyrics are to be sung to the tune of Old MacDonald Had a Farm. <laughs> but and, it's about the Kennedy administration. <laughs> and when it's like, uh, are you, have you found anything out yet? Uh, yeah. I found that, uh, uh, that Archie and the gang <laughs> once again got themselves into trouble. <laughs> And then Quinlan's like, oh, there was a magazine that they used to make in Medici Florence that was great. Yeah. <laughs> you would have loved it. It was written on human skin. Yeah, it's never been the same since then. Uh, so, yeah, they're doing that deal. Uh, deal goes bad, and uh, Abe gets the uh, gets the upper hand uh, after leaving his cane outside. Yep. Big mistake, but I guess uh, that would have probably tipped off, tipped him off because it's a, it's an all silver, silver cane. Well, he knew what he was getting himself into. Yeah, like he uh, knew beforehand, which is why he had that hand grenade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so he sets the grenade off uh, and then straps the guy, uh, muzzle muzzles him, um, and uh, takes him downstairs. Um, actually, he goes downstairs after finding the the secret room yeah. with a couple. I think it took him two knocks. Two knocks around the room. Uh, it took him like a, a look around the room just to be like, ah, this room's too shallow. Yeah. There's got to be more to it. Yeah. Uh, then two knocks and he finds this uh, secret passage downstairs. So like this show if if he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just like 15 minutes of him yeah. just kind of searching around. Yeah. And then talking to the guy. <laughs> Wait, did that sound different than this one? <laughs> I'm not helping you. <laughs> Is there a button behind this painting? I don't know. <laughs> Dang. Uh, could have what sworn. If I, yeah. What if I play a particular set of keys on this piano? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I have not yet tuned it. Um, what about if I set this grandfather clock to a particular time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> what if I said this, this this machine? What if I set it into motion? Oh, I don't by know. If that's by what sending happens. 
sailboat across this little shallow pool of water <laughs> to press the button. Might be. <laughs> Are those real eyes in that painting over there? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I every book on this shelf <laughs> is in alphabetical yeah. order, save for one. Aha! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting warm. <laughs> Speak, friend, and enter. <laughs> Mela. Uh, yeah. What about this candlestick? <laughs> what, if, what if I was to just pull the... Oh, I broke it. <laughs> it just came right off. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he gets through... Uh, and finds that there is just a uh, a kill room, uh, basically yeah. just body parts yeah. uh, gathering gathering flies, and it's pretty nasty. Do uh, those plastic strips keep flies yeah. out? I hope so, or else there's flies all over that poor man's apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's gross because that smell. I bet it doesn't keep the smell out. Like yeah. that place must have smelled awful. Uh, it must have been a nightmare. Where do the flies come from? Like, do like does one get back there and then all of a sudden leave a bunch of them? Like, how how do you get flies in such a in a place that I would assume like he's taking care of and you know attending a lot? And maybe he left his bookshelf door open a couple times. Yeah, and some flies just to air it out because yeah. it smelled so bad. Yeah, <laughs> 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 opens up the front door, open and opens up the bookshelf door. Uh, just get it. Just look at the cool breeze. <laughs> the cool breeze blowing. That's a good question. I wonder if like Turn all it, it takes is one. <laughs> right. And, like, then, and then with a food source, like it just goes. Or if you just like cut your arm off and leave it, if like it will just start pouring out flies. That would actually be an odd, like, I mean, I know you, that's like half joking, but like I would, I'm sure somebody must have done an experiment at some time where they like put a piece of meat in like a box and just like, we're like, let's see if it ever, if it gets flat, like a sealed container. David, what are you doing later tonight? Let's get a box. Let's, get, let's cut get that arm. Piece of meat. Let's see where these flies <laughs> come from. Get the box. Let's solve this once and for all. You bring the microwave, yeah. right? I'll bring the bowl full of blood. Yeah. We'll uh, do a run an experiment. See how long it takes to come to life. <laughs> we'll have the answer for you next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then he drags the guy down. In the chair, still strapped up, and says that sunlight is too good for him. And proceeds to, after saying something along the lines of, uh, you heal pretty quickly, but if one were to chop off a limb, it doesn't grow back. Uh, so he chops off his arms and his legs, uh, and then stuffs his arms, his legs, and his torso uh, into... A suitcase into a chest. Yeah. And then takes said chest and uh, dexters it. <laughs> yeah. Gets yeah. a boat. Yeah. Charters a ship. Yeah. And the guy's like, just, just, like, you promised there's not a body in that, right? <laughs> and he's like, well, only the body of a dog. Yeah. And the guy's like, I trust you. <laughs> and there it goes. Hey, if the check cleared. Yeah. You know, you got oh, he had, he had that fat. Take him out. He had that fat, uh, 
Well, like, fat, like a suitcase full of, I guess. What are what are what are the what do they have in Amsterdam back then? Kroners or something like that? I think they used gummy bears. <laughs> yeah, it was Haribo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at one time, they used tulips. Um, I don't think that's a joke. Um, Good, we're not treating yeah, it like one. Yeah, yeah. No, it's we, not. we didn't react like that. So, yeah. uh, the tulip economy. Check it out. Um, and yeah, so was there anything else? Uh, so all the whole point of that though, the whole point of that backstory, this is why, this is why this is my half is because the whole point of that backstory was to say, yeah, if we fuck the master up and then stick him in a box and throw him at the bottom of a river. <laughs> Wait, that was the master? No, it wasn't no. the master, but it was like, all of that was to say that, uh, that that was a possible yeah. fixed to what was going on. Yeah, I, I this was one of the storylines I liked. Uh, I think so one thing, do these do they drown? Do we know that they drown? I don't think they drown. So is that guy still alive in the box? I think so. That's that's crazy. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. So that and even like in that scene after it that was in the present day on the show uh-huh. when he's talking to uh the other dude about it, he's like, That was the closest I've ever been to madness. Like yeah. I wish they had built that up a little bit more. Because, like, even when it was happening, I was like, well, that's kind of messed up. But not, like... But also, like, yeah, like, this was a a doctor at the concentration camp that you were at. Like, like, to me, it, like, it, like, it didn't, I I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, this is, I I wasn't like, this is excessive. Yeah. For a Nazi vampire doctor. Right. And then the way that he talked about it later, like... You know, we know that he's done some, like, messed up stuff, and he's seen some real crazy shit. So, Mm -hmm. like, I would like for that to have been a little bit more of a descent into madness and, like, more maniacal sawing and stuff. Like, I think that that really, you know, they should have gotten over the top with that. But, but yeah, that was was cold. That was cold what he did to that that poor vamp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There was the revelation that the Lumen hides text that is only visible when it's in direct sunlight yeah uh which is pretty pretty ingenious uh you need, you have a book that holds the secret to wiping out the stragoi uh if it gets to their ha- if they get their hands on it they can't read it yeah. um because they can't be in the sun not too shabby um so yeah it is a pain in the ass though because you can't read it at night like can't read indoors <laughs> yeah. like they didn't yeah. They could have thought that through. Yeah. I mean, it's a good for whatever. But. And the translation of the one page was basically, we need a box. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said. Like, um, uh, Quinlan was basically like, all right, so uh, T-O-D-R, we need a box. Um, yeah, it was kind of, kind of, uh, I guess. It also says here. Quinlan sucks. <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it? Uh, come here and look. <laughs> I can't go in the sun. Um, bring it to me. Um, oh, I ripped a page by accident. Uh, <laughs> and just feathered right off the roof. Um, now the whole world will know. <laughs> Quinlan sucks. <laughs> Wait, look at this. It says the 27th edition of the Oscar. Oxford English Dictionary doesn't contain the word gullible. 
I have I have a copy of that. Go verify this fact. Perhaps it's another clue. A trail of breadcrumbs leading to the witch's house. Under gullible, two uh, A. Just a picture of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they have that. They need a box, uh, and but they need to find out who the master is. Who would know who the master is now? But Palmer, they strike a deal. Uh, Palmer will find out. Well, first of all, he just found out that the master. It took him two episodes to find out that the master is not in Bolivar's body anymore. Yeah. But I love that Bolivar keeps popping up because even in that record store, he was in the his record was in the window. Yeah. Um, and then they there was like. Uh, the CD cover, like what they were using to find him. Yeah, uh, that was the only picture they had of Boulevard yeah. was like a, a CD cover. Have you yeah. seen this man? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pointing the billboards. Yeah, uh, I um, Ricky Gervais, the guy from the Office, uh, our office that we work at. Yeah, yeah. our yeah. coworker. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, our I work there too. Uh, he had his identity stolen one time, <laughs> and um, the guys who stole his identity by uh, by. Uh, Steve Crow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and the guys who stole his identity ordered uh, $250,000 in um, gold from a bank, or from his bank. Uh, and the bank immediately flagged it as fraudulent, so they did a sting operation to get these guys. Um, and when they got them, they, sh- they found, you know, they had this fake passport that was like a Dr. Ricky Gervais passport. And the picture that they had used on the passport was literally the office DVD. They had just, like, cut out his picture from that wow. and, like, pasted it into this passport. Um, I just love that story so much. Cool. It's yeah. better than drawing it. Like, yeah. it's not a bad idea. No, it's not. It's just, it is crazy. It wasn't like that um, Jesus painting restoration. Oh, still, yeah. like, still a picture yeah. that I just look at to make yeah. myself laugh. Yeah, I have that on, like, it, it's on my phone. Looks like a lion. Whenever I need it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that poor woman. <laughs> just, I'll do it. I'll do it. No fussing. I know it doesn't. I'll fix it. Everyone just, yeah. just give me 20 minutes. <laughs> you got to spend thousands of dollars? Yeah. Hey, what? Yeah. No. All right. Well, we'll buy you a couple a couple things of paint. I only need one. <laughs> Look, there's already paint on it. Hey, did you know that if you spit on a painting that you can reuse that paint? <laughs> Done it a million times. All I need is brown and a cup of water. <laughs> and that's just the drink. Listen, you sa- <laughs> listen. You save that money. You buy the church a nice roof. <laughs> I got it from here. Uh, and the money you'll get from the from all the extra tourism. Yeah, uh, yeah it's pretty great. Wait a sec. Who's seen Jesus anyway? Maybe that is how he looks. Has anyone just found like that face in a piece of toast? <laughs> It's him. Yeah. The guy, you know, Jesus. Uh, yeah, expand that uh, podcast pitch uh, to uh, Jesus Restoration Sightings. Uh, <laughs> what Who? What was the original painting? Who did it? Who did uh, uh, the, the one in that church? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't uh, even I don't know. I don't even think it was like anyone. It, it was just like a long time ago. Okay. I don't, I don't remember that. It wasn't like a... It wasn't like a botch. Yeah, no. This is Dr. Seuss. She yeah. did Pitch Perfect Recreation. <laughs> 
Uh, I would love to see that in piece of toast, yeah. <laughs> uh, or on like a, a high under highway underpass. Yeah, right. right. From from drips, <laughs> <laughs> or like the, in the windows of a big office building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, when I get out of the shower and you know brush cra- my hand across the mirror, <laughs> you know what's crazy? I look at this. It's actually a better painting now. It is so much more interesting. Yeah, that I'm talking about. It. I'm not talking about any other picture of Jesus. Yeah, that one rules. Uh, all right, so yeah, there's the deal. It's getting a cut of the white, uh, and Palmer is waiting for a. We're looking at this. <laughs> Around. Because what's funny is that, like, I'm looking at it now. It looks like it's like a Picasso. <laughs> it looks like a painting, like of somebody like yeah. trying to like do something that's like weird and yeah, evocative. Yeah. And but it's but yeah. when you look at it next to what it is actually supposed to be, <laughs> yeah. It's and just, it's also like she went pretty far. Yeah. Like, and she should have known she's fucking. This up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you stop at the eyes. You don't even get to the nose. You're just like, ah, oh, this looks nothing. I'm in over my she head. She turned the crown of thorns into like a fozzy bear, like mane. It looks like a like a cossack that's melting. I, I love just the idea of uh, the reveal. <laughs> like her, her printing out uh, flyers to everybody yeah, right. around. Please come. Uh, yeah, please, please come. Yeah. Uh, and then just whips off. Like, like, yeah, she, says, she says, but the flyers are all shitty. <laughs> the flyers are like crap. All the flyers say, there has been a resurrection. Let her E is backwards. <laughs> yeah. Lowercase E backwards. Yeah. Please come. Yeah. <laughs> A beloved painting has found salvation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then just pulls off like a, uh, a picnic tablecloth. <laughs> With a ta-da. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> she should have a sitcom where it's just like every week it's like, like, oh no, we dropped the wedding cake. Don't worry, I'll fix it. <laughs> You're going to spend what? <laughs> It's like the opposite of uh, Bar Rescue, uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Uh, she just let's just give her uh, ten thousand dollars to go in and think she's doing something correctly. Yeah, right. Oh, just, uh, just screw it up. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there's like a, a backstory to like th- this place like did her wrong, and then she just this was like her revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought, starting off this podcast, we'd spend ten minutes talking about that photo oh, seven years later? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, I made that happen. You guys were, weren't following. We up, I, yeah, yeah, we have rubber bands. We have worm braids. Yeah, I let you guys <laughs> show us the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> I made the popcorn earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's the deal. He's getting a dose of the white. Palmer is... Uh, uh, there was that meeting with Icorst where he collapses, and Icorst doesn't lift a finger to help at all uh just calls yeah. the nurse and they're waiting for a shipment from egypt which do you think it's possible it's the, the guy sarcophagus that magically they started talking about this episode yeah you think mm. um yeah or a nuke maybe your nuke i do the nuke 
Uh, also, what are the what's the what's the possibility that we're going to see a guy at the bottom of the sea? Because that happened in something. Maybe it was Angel. Uh, where I think I think uh, a vampire. It might have been Angel. Um, oh, uh, that was thrown into the sea and got out. Yeah. Oh well, there's um, uh, there's this one story where well, this guy, guy isn't climbing out though. Where a guy uh, they put him in a tomb for three days, and on the third day he emerges, and ascends to the right hand of his heavenly father. Sounds well, I don't believe it. Let me see a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's the episode. Yeah. So, what do you... Any, any final thoughts? <sighs> I think good. Fun. Good, fun. I, I like, again, I think just the... I'm not interested in the things that are beyond the story, but the story definitely has me, so I'm in. Like the commercials. Yeah, the commercials, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna be those guys, boxers, <laughs> drinking Coors Light after a fight. <laughs> just like me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, like, I want to be cool. I kind of enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. this episode. Uh, and I'm, and I'm not going to pretend I didn't. It's cool to enjoy things. Yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, we, we've been so, we like, we've had like four episodes straight where we're like, this episode was garbage. This episode was garbage. And then we're like, this episode was okay. This episode was fine. And like this episode, I'm going to say like unequivocally that I enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Th- there's a there is now two and a half episodes ish that have been pretty decent. Which but, is, but isn't it good? I'm sorry. Isn't it good because it's the promise of things to come? Like not too much crazy cool stuff happened in this. Yeah. It was just decent movement as far as story goes. Right. And it uh, also was like it was a, it was just an episode where it was like. Yeah, it was the promise of cool stuff to come, but, like, it was also, like, the first time that, like, they told stories efficiently in a long time. Mm. Like, they do so much stuff that is either, like, too fast or too slow. This was, like, like, different things were, like, at different resolutions. Like, F and Dutch are, like, at the beginning of something. Like, uh, I would say, like, well, it was kind of, like, a couple different beginnings, but also, like, their own like weird resolutions like like Fett found the hive so that was in its own way like a resolution to a thing uh, I see I would think that's the really the beginning of it, like, it, it it's, 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 it's the resolution of one thing in the beginning of another thing. it's right. the it's, alpha yeah. and the omega it's the the what makes this episode so much fun right is that like the boring thing is done now yeah. we're fucking sitting there's no more appetizer mm-hmm. now we're at the fucking meal yeah. Where I feel like with the reason that I don't like the F and Dutch storyline uh-huh. is because it, it it feels like it's a retread of shit that I've already seen mm-hmm. before, like every element of it. So even though if it feels like something new, I feel for me it's like it's, I already saw this. Mm-hmm. It's also the thing that is like we have known since the first episode that there's going to be something science or medicine-y right that winds up handling this. So yeah. it's like watching them discover that. It's actually like not that compelling because no, no. we know it's coming. Yes, we know it's going to happen. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, overall, we're on a we're on an up uptick. Uh, I am a little disappointed, uh, as David brought up, that it does right now come down to a box. Uh, I think that's dumb. 
uh, if it ends up playing out as dumb as it is, as it sounds. Uh, because the the reason they're going for the box is because they because of the crimson worm, right? Uh, can't you kill the crimson worm? Like, why don't you put this thing in a big box and then turn on a blender? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what they're they're going for. But I I like the idea that you really can't kill it. Uh, it it sounds like it's probably easier to contain than to destroy. Let me yeah. ask y'all something, mm-hmm. please. Should they shoot it to the moon? <laughs> Tune in next week to find out. Should yeah. That's uh, the conclusion. Joe. The moon. <laughs> Joe, what do you got coming up? Um, oh, I don't know. Dog Mountain. Yeah, well, Dog Mountain's going to be in, uh, well, we have our show this week, um, Thursday and Friday. Come check it out. But at also the Philly Improv Theater. At the Philly Improv Theater, 2030 Sansom, first floor, 9 o'clock, Thursday, Friday. But then also on the 7th, if anyone is in New Orleans or going to New Orleans in October, come see us in New Orleans. We're doing a show down there. That's awesome. Yeah, should be fun. And follow me on Twitter at the Joe Moore. Um, follow me on Twitter at Philly D-Way. Uh, and check me out. I, uh, I perform with the future every Tuesday night, 9 p.m., uh, Philly Improv Theater, second floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, check out the team I direct, PG-13, every Wednesday, either 7.30 or 9. You'll have to look that up yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can follow me, Mike, uh, at Mike Marbach uh, on Twitter and basically every other social media thing. Uh, that's uh, at Mike Marbach. Uh, you can go to watercooler.com, W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R.com to uh, see this podcast, uh, other podcasts that we do, read up on some articles that have been written uh, from people throughout Philadelphia. Um, there's a bunch of things that are on there and more getting added all the time. Uh, so check that out. Um, yeah, as David mentioned, I direct uh, uh, the future. You can check them out uh, Tuesday, every Tuesday at 9 p.m. in the second floor, as he said. But one thing I would mention is that it's all brand new seating uh, we're renovating up there, so it should be pretty nice soon. Uh, lastly, if you are interested in improv, sketch, uh, acting, uh, and other things to come soon, check out fitcomedy.com for information on the shows that we just talked about, but also classes. Uh, you can save 25 bucks off all our classes through... October 3rd, uh, and a bunch of classes are already sold out, so uh, don't wait if you are in the Philadelphia area. Yeah, walk, don't run. I mean, oh, yeah. run, don't walk. <laughs> yeah, crawl, <laughs> no, walk, crawl, walk, get then there. walk. Yeah. All right, Get thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.